You're listening to the Tahlequah First United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy listening to our message today and that we hope you check us out online at TahlequahUMC.org. So we're ending our sermon series on the three simple rules today by looking at that last rule. But if you remember, the first rule is do no harm by avoiding all evil of every kind. The second was to do good in every possible sort of way and is in all the places you can, in all the times you can, to all the people you can, to do good. And this last rule is, and I love how Reuben Job uh, uh, flipped it. The original rule, or the way that it was worded in the book of discipline for the longest time, was attend to the ordinances of God. Now, when you hear that, attend to the ordinances of God, that just kind of like flies completely over your head. And it's hard to understand, and it's hard to, to fully fathom what that really means. But Reuben Job flipped it and, and, and expanded it for us into staying in love with God. And so I invite you to, to, to dive in a little bit, to open yourself up to ways that you can stay in love with God. And you're doing that just right now by joining us in public worship. And so before we dive into the scripture reading day, I want to begin with prayer. So let us pray. Holy Spirit, come. We're reminded that in the reading of your scripture, may your word be heard. And in the meditations of our hearts, may your word be known. And in the faithfulness of our lives, may your word and love be shown to everyone. And so, Lord, as we gather all over, remind us that you love us. In your name we pray. Amen. Our scripture for today comes from the book of Psalms 31, 1 through 5, and 15 through 17. Listen to these words. I exalt you, Lord, because you pulled me up. You didn't let my enemies celebrate over me. Lord, my God, I cried out to you for help, and you healed me. Lord, you brought me up from the grave, brought me back to life from among those going down to the pit. You, who are faithful to the Lord, sing praise to him, give thanks to his holy name. His anger lasts for only a second, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may stay all night, but by morning, joy. And I actually read the wrong song. Let me read the correct psalm for you. I read Psalm 30, 1 through 5. Let me read Psalm 31, 1 through 5. It has been one of those days, let me tell you. If you didn't see, I locked myself out of the church earlier this morning, and I've just been discombobulated ever since. Uh, Here we go. Actually, Psalm 31, 1 through 5. I take refuge in you, God. Please, never let me be put to shame. Rescue rescue me by your righteousness. Listen closely to me. Deliver me quickly. Be a rock that protects me. Be a strong fortress that saves me. You are definitely my rock and my fortress. Guide me and lead me for the sake of your good name. 
Get me out of the net that has been set for me, because you are my protective fortress. I entrust my spirit into your hands. You, Lord God of faithfulness, you saved me. Verse 15 and 16. My future is in your hands. Don't hand me over to my enemies, to all to all who are out there to get me. Shine your face on your servant. Save me by your faithful love. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. So I came across this really interesting story. Uh, Dudley had turned 75, and on his 75th birthday, uh, a local pilot came to him and said, hey, let's go up and l- let's take a ride. And so they went up in this airplane ride, and, and, and they flew all over their small town for about 30 minutes. And, and when they landed, one of the old man's friends asked, Dudley, were you scared? And without a hesitation, Dudley replied, well, no. But I never put my full weight down. His orientation, when he, when he was up in the plane, he never just like settled. He never felt like putting his whole weight down because he was so afraid that if he put his whole weight down, the plane would go down. Have you ever had that feeling? Staying in love with God is kind of like that. If we put our whole trust into God, if we see God as our refuge and our strength, we're willing to put our whole weight in and we're willing to go all in. But how often are we like Dudley? And we sit and we don't fully invest ourselves. Staying in love with God requires us, our whole selves, to to be open to the possibility of growth at all times. Staying in love with God is really following those, those spiritual practices that, that we highlight, that, that Job highlighted in his book. The public worship of God. You are living into that right now. How you're worshiping right now is helping you stay in love with God. The ministry of the word, rather either read or expounded upon, whether you're going to a Bible study you know, during the week, we offer several opportunities for you to, to dive into the word of God. And, and, and that's a healthy practice. It's, it's one thing just to read it. Anybody can read the Bible, but when you read it with a group of people, you start to understand it better. And it pushes you and it shapes you and it changes you. I'm not the person I was when I left seminary With all this understanding of the Bible, I'm the person I am now because of the way that I've shaped and and have set in the groups and have learned from other people and other people's experiences. Holy communion shapes us, and I miss it. But one of the ways I feel about Holy Communion is we do that together as one body and and together, and and not being able to do that provides some great struggles. And yet there'll be a time when we can do that again. Prayer for family, family time of prayer, corporate time of prayer. There's a reason why we're just not three songs, a sermon, and three songs, and then turn it off. It's We incorporate prayer because we want you to have that connection because maybe we might say something that you needed to hear. Or maybe we might pray a prayer today that, that touched and shaped your life. I, I can't tell you the number of times in worship when, when we've had a, a liturgy that people said, that prayer that was written in the, in the bulletin today was so powerful. Thank you so much. I needed to hear those words. They didn't even care what I said in the sermon. They really loved the prayer. 
I can't stress enough how important it is to search scriptures by yourself, but then also with a group of people. I have to admit, with this social distancing that we're in, I, I miss my Wednesday morning men's Bible study, but that has been substituted with the Wednesday pastor's Bible study. And I've enjoyed the experiences of that, and it's a little bit different, it's a little bit challenging, but I've enjoyed it nonetheless. Staying in love with God is as simple as the other three rules, but it depends on how much we want to invest into it. If we're willing to go all in, if we're willing to say yes to Jesus, if we're willing to say that God is my rock and my refuge and my strength, we're, we're willing to do those things and live out our faith in such a way that I really do believe that the staying in love principle, staying in love with God principle is the building block to which doing good and doing no harm build each other off of. How else are we going to know those things if we don't know why we're doing them? And staying in love with God provides us just that opportunity to do just that. So are you fully in? Are you fully in following Jesus in such a way that your life is continually growing? But we're willing to look back and say, I'm not the person I was. I've learned so much since then. Those of you that have taken Disciple Bible Study, you know that feeling. You know what it was to, to be shaped and transformed through that experience. Those of you that have gone through a powerful Bible camp or Sunday school class, and you know that you're being pushed and, and shaped to grow. When we open ourselves up to those opportunities, it shapes us and changes us. It also allows us to see God in many different ways. It's one of the reasons why I love going on mission trips. Because it stretches us. It helps us see things that we wouldn't have seen in our own backyard. We have to go out to help us see what we've got going on here. Because if we just stay inside, we miss those things that may be right there as well. So staying in love with God, it's not as easy as we think it is. Because our butts get in the way. I can't go to Bob study because of this. I don't want to go to prayer group because of this. I don't want to go on a mission trip because of this. And I love what Reuben Job reminded us this week. He said, one who is deeply in love will be consistently formed and transformed by, the, by that relationship. And such a transformed life will be a natural channel of God's goodness, power, and presence in the world. So we deeply love Jesus. We have to open ourselves up to going out. If we, if we really love Jesus, we have to be willing and flexible. We have to be willing to grow and, and not be just that same person. Because if we're on that same plateau, we never go anywhere. And that doesn't mean like physically go anywhere. That, that really means just opening ourselves up to the possibility of how God can use us and shape us. Because you have what it takes to transform the world. And you yourself can transform others. And you can be transformed. When we center and focus our lives on staying in love with God. Now staying in love with God takes work, doesn't it? 
It's not something we can just do easily and, and just have it come naturally. It's something that we have to practice. Nobody has it perfectly. I'm still practicing staying in love with God because I need to be reminded as well. And so I challenge you this week, find some practices to help you stay in love with God. Engage in those practices. Find ways that you can help yourself grow, which will allow others to grow because they'll see your witness. Because when we stay in love with God, God's love becomes real and it shows for the world. And I believe that. Have you ever found yourself in one of those foxhole prayer situations? where you didn't know what was going to happen and all you could do was pray. Rick Hamlin uh, wrote this uh, really great Huffington Post article, Foxhole Faith, The Value of Prayer When We Are Vulnerable. He said he found himself in the foxhole one day and he was having a memory lapse and was having some issues with um, his body and he told his colleagues that there was something wrong and something seriously wrong with his head. And they knew he wasn't fooling around because he couldn't even come up with his own phone number to call home. And so they called the ambulance and took him to the ER and his wife had met them there and, and he tried to answer the barrage of questions that the ENT asked, counting backwards by seven, seeing if he could remember three words, yellow, Empire State Building, and the Bronx. And then they gave him, a, when they got to the hospital, they gave him an MRI and a series of blood tests. And as he reflected, he said, so far, thank God, nothing big had been found. But he remembered praying in the ambulance, strapped to the seat like a rag doll, and the baby-faced EMT looking at him, and I repeated in my head, Jesus Christ, have mercy upon me, make haste to help me, rescue me, and save me. Couldn't remember my phone number. But that much I could remember, a prayer I've said a thousand times before I needed it, and I needed it now. It was one of those foxhole moments, and it served its purpose. I was more than glad to be vulnerable with God, even as I cringed that I had made myself so dramatically vulnerable before my colleagues. And he reflected on this. Don't ever apologize for a foxhole prayer. Don't ever apologize for even a foxhole faith. If we're going to stay in love with God, we, we have to be open to those moments. We have to be centered in God. Center our lives and everything we do. And not be afraid to share our faith. And there are so many ways we can do that today. The great thing with social media is made it so easy to share our faith. We hit share. But be aware, when we hit share, we're also letting the world know what we believe and think. And so make sure it's the right thing. Make sure it does no harm. Make sure it does good. Because that will help you stay in love with God, and it will help all those around you stay in love with God as well. And so as we conclude this sermon series, I want to encourage you to live this lifestyle, to do all the good you can, to do no harm, and to stay in love with God, because your life will be transformed. Let us pray.
God, we know that staying in love requires much practice and prayer. And so, Lord, hear our prayers. Shape us, mold us, use us to do your work in this world. But, Lord, may we go about it doing no harm. May we do all the good we can in all the places we can in all the times we can to all the people we can as long as we wear a mask and wash our hands. But Lord, help us stay in love with you because you are our rock and our refuge and our strength. Our future is in your hands, Lord. Shine your face on us and save us by your faithful love. And that in every step and every breath that we take, we are reminded of that love. Because you have never given up on us. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Tahlequah First United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening to the message and that we hope that you come and check us out at TahlequahUMC.org. Thank you and we hope you have a blessed week.